0: All right, welcome to a big Thursday edition of the Newsmax Daily for February 15th, 2024. Another month just cruising along as we pass the halfway mark on what is the third of five Thursdays this month. Hope yours is going well. Thanks for stopping by and checking in. I'm Tony Marino. Hope you had a great Valentine's Day, paying a ridiculous amount of money for whatever you bought. 5 Former President Donald Trump spent his Valentine's Day loving his supporters in South Carolina, which I will get to in a moment. But if you listened yesterday, I left off remembering, rightfully so, the 17 victims of the Parkland school shooting on valentine's day 2018 and then hours later we see tens of thousands of people running for their lives at the kansas city chiefs super bowl parade in missouri you're likely going to hear or are hearing a lot about the three douchebag suspects that were detained but but lisa lopez galvin a mother of two children and a local radio station disc jockey, identified as the woman that was shot and killed at the parade. 21 other people, including eight or nine children, were wounded, some very seriously, at the Super Bowl parade. A guy named Paul Contreras, who you may not hear much about today either, a regular guy celebrating at the parade, is one of two or three men seen in trending videos now taking down one of the shooters and holding him down until police arrived. I never think about it. It was just a reaction. I didn't hesitate. It was just, just do it. So I went to go tackle him, and another gentleman did the same thing. And as I'm tackling him, I see his weapon either fall out of his hand or out of his sleeve because he was wearing a long jacket. Kudos to him. I mean, that takes some onions, right? Paul Contreras and another guy named Trey Filter are the two being commended for their heroic actions today. More on this in a little bit with Greg Kelly. First, as I mentioned, former President Donald Trump back in Nikki Haley's home state yesterday for a "Get Out the Vote" rally, carried live on Newsmax. And in case you missed it, here is some of it. USA!
1: USA! USA! Well, thank you very much, South Carolina, and. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Your great state is getting a lot of news lately. We're doing very well. We're up about 65 points. Is that enough? 65. I'm thrilled to be back in this beautiful state with thousands of hardworking, God-fearing American patriots. And thanks to proud citizens like you last month, we won Iowa by the largest margin in GOP history. That's a long time. And then we won New Hampshire with more votes, listen to this one, than any candidate has ever gotten in either party. Other than that, we didn't do very well there, right? Now we got more votes than any candidate think of that. What an honor. So many years it's been going on. What an honor. Last week, we won the Virgin Islands in a landslide. And then we won over 99 percent in the Nevada caucuses with more votes than anyone has ever gotten in the Nevada caucus. So there's something going on. And now we're going to win a gigantic victory in just a few days. If you think about it next week, sort of, I guess you could say sort of next week in South Carolina, thank you. The primary is Saturday, February 24th, but in person. Early voting is underway right now, so go and vote. I think we're going to have a big victory. It's looking very good, looking very strong. In fact, a lot of people are saying, What the hell is she wasting her time for? And I agree with that. It ends on February 22nd, and it's closed this Sunday, the 18th, and Monday, the 19th, for President's Day. But you just go vote early or get there. It doesn't, frankly, from my standpoint, just vote. Whether you do it then or whether you do it early, just go and vote. Nikki Haley is pushing Democrats to vote, so if you don't want liberals and Marxists to meddle in your primary, which they shouldn't be able to do, then you have to get out and get every patriot you know come out this week and vote for our campaign is going to be over very quickly very very quickly with your help we're going to win this state and this november we're going to win the white house and we're going to take back our country right henry
0: Trump referencing Henry McMaster, the current governor of South Carolina, after Nikki Haley, the only GOP presidential opponent left standing. Nikki
1: Birdbrain Haley, Birdbrain, who tried to double your gas tax here in South Carolina and also supports a 23% national sales tax. By the way, Henry will never do that. That's for sure. I will never let that happen to you. It's not going to happen. Henry wouldn't let it happen either, frankly. The radical-left Democrats want Nikki Haley because they know she's easy to beat. Look at her polls. Her polls are terrible against Biden. She wants to gut Medicare and Social Security and raise the retirement age by 10 years. How about Social Security? You have another year to go, and then you learn it's not a year, it's gonna be 11 years to go. I don't know, somehow some people aren't gonna like that too much. That's what she wants to do. She's wanted to do that for a long time. She gave land away to China, but most importantly, I'm beating Biden in almost every poll by a lot, whereas she loses to Biden in virtually every poll. And her numbers, by the way, are tanking. Her numbers are going down. As she gets angrier, crazier, and suffers deeper, deeper scars from Trump derangement syndrome she's got a terminal case terminal case trump derangement syndrome not a nice thing there are many people afflicted with it most of them are gone on the amnesty bill nikki sided with crooked joe biden i sided with the american people she sided with biden nikki has gone so far left because of her democrat donors she's actually got very little money now because they all gave up because she's given like there was one poll that said she has no chance That's pretty tough, zero. I give her a 1%. I don't really mean it, but I give her a 1%. And that she's not just attacking me, she's actually attacking the entire — she is really going after the Republican Party. And that's very bad. We got to beat Biden. We got to beat Biden. Three years ago, she said, all of us who worked with Donald Trump witnessed the tremendous amount of love and respect he has for our military. He was determined to protect our military. We had many conversations in the NSC meetings about protecting them. He loved our military so much, is what she said. Now she says, well, I don't know too much about him in the military. And on that, though, she was correct. I love our military. You have a big military here. I love our vets. I've taken care of our vets like no president has ever done. No president has ever given the vets what I gave them. I gave her the job at the United Nations 90% for one reason because I wanted to make Henry McMaster the governor of the great state of South Carolina. And he's done a great job. Thank you. Thank you very much. And Peggy, thank you for being here. Thank you, Henry. Nikki is also political best friends with a guy named Mitt Romney. Has anyone that ever. That's not a good thing.
0: Trump was relentless in his criticism of Nikki Haley before moving on to Biden in a 90-minute speech.
1: Under the Trump administration, you were far better off. Your family was better off. Your neighbors were better off. Your communities were better off. And our country was, was a lot better off than it is today. Today, our country is going to hell. It's going to hell. Nobody's ever seen anything like it. Millions and millions of people pouring in. From places unknown, America was stronger, richer, safer, and more confident than ever when I was sitting behind that beautiful resolute desk in the Oval Office. Together, we built the greatest economy in the history of the world with record tax cuts, record regulation cuts, record energy production. We were doing a lot of records and rising wages for Americans of every race, religion, color, and creed. That's why. Hispanic Americans, African Americans, Asian Americans, women, men, young students with a brilliant education, young students with no diploma, no education to speak up. Every single group was doing better. There wasn't a group that was not doing as well. But then Crooked Joe Biden came in and began waging an all-out economic war on our great middle class. That's what's happened, by the way. That's what's happened. Let's compare the smoldering records of Bidenomics, how about that name, Bidenomics, with the incredible success we had just three years ago under President Trump on Maganomics. You ever hear that term? I just heard it. I just heard it, and I like it. I said, let's use it, everyone. Let's use it in South Carolina. Under Biden, we've had a three-year inflation rate of over 30 percent, and inflation was higher than expected yet again. You see, they just announced the numbers two days ago. It's back. Sixty percent of Americans are now struggling to pay for their groceries. You didn't have that. And as Crooked Joe himself foolishly pointed out on Sunday, it's not just that prices are getting higher, it's that packages are getting smaller. Thank you for telling that. Crooked Joe, worst president in the history of our country by far. So there you go. Donald
0: Trump in Charleston, South Carolina. Yesterday, early voting is underway in the Palmetto State up until primary day, which is the 24th next week. Trump also mentioned the comment from Vladimir Putin.
1: President Putin of Russia has just given me a great compliment, actually. He's just said that he would much rather have Joe Biden as president than Trump. Now, that's a compliment. A lot of people said, oh, gee, that's too bad. No, no, that's a good thing. And while President
0: Biden becomes more angry over the congressional stalemate on funding for Ukraine, all of a sudden we have new intelligence on how Russia is an imminent threat to the U.S. and the rest of the world, intelligence confirmed by two unnamed officials, not authorized to speak publicly on the matter, will be the subject of a meeting between President Biden's top national security advisor and congressional leaders today. Could be happening right now. Representative Mike Turner, chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, a Republican, asked President Biden to declassify all the information relating to the threat so that Congress, the administration, and our allies can openly discuss the actions that would be necessary to respond to said threat. And for more on yesterday's parade shooting, as I mentioned earlier, and national intelligence, this is Greg Kelly.
2: You heard about this, right? The great big Super Bowl celebration congratulating the Kansas City Chiefs, and somebody starts shooting people. Maybe more than one person started shooting people. One dead, 22 injured, three suspects in custody. The investigation is in its early stages. We do feel confident, though, that uh, the investigation is going in a direction that has nothing to do with the FBI's priority over the past three years.
0: In the aftermath of the attack, the Justice Department began its work on what has become one of the largest, most complex, and most resource-intensive investigations in our history. Only a small number of perpetrators were arrested in the tumult of January 6 itself. Every day since, we have worked to identify, investigate, and apprehend defendants from across the country
2: we got real bad things happening, and they have totally rewired law enforcement across the country, starting with the FBI, to be focused on phantoms, on fantasies, on things that don't exist.
1: According to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat to the homeland today. One of the greatest threats to our national security is domestic terrorism manifested by white supremacists. I obviously am very concerned about the rise of extremism and extremism related to white supremacy. The FBI has warned
2: repeatedly that domestic terrorism fueled by white supremacy is the number one threat to the United States right now. It's funny how um, whenever something real happens, we forget about all that stuff. thing is, we should forget about all that stuff When nothing is going on because those silly priorities, you know, fighting white supremacy, white supremacy, we hate it, but it's not a thing. And hiring more women as they've encouraged the Kansas City Police Department to do and worrying about what people look like. It's not making anybody safer. And that horrible, horrible thing today, you know, law enforcement, they actually spend bandwidth on that kind of stuff, on stuff that their political masters want them worried about so their political masters can benefit. Just a stark reminder that we live in a real world with real danger. And the January 6th white supremacy stuff, a great big phantom and a great big waste of time. And that brings me to the security risk that is Joe Biden. I am not letting up on this report, no way. Um, Folks, this thing is just getting started. Don't believe them when they say nothing to see here. They are lying. They shouldn't distract from the fact that the case is closed. The prosecutor did this. The, the special counsel did this in the case, made a conclusion that there is no case, case closed.
1: There is no there there, right? It said that the, the, the case is closed. The bottom line is the matter is now closed.
2: Yeah, the report didn't say that actually, but they say it and they say it enough. And guess who picks up on it? The fake news. Fake news. They're desperately trying to turn the subject, turn the page. They don't want to talk about this anymore. They've got their they've got their orders. And so far, look, this story broke on Thursday. It should be a two week,
0: three week administration changing story. It petered out Monday. So he's talking about the special counsel report in the Biden document case. This is what the networks were leading with.
2: After nearly nine years, John Stewart's highly anticipated return to The Daily Show made it feel like he never left.
0: Also tonight, the Northeast is reeling from a fast-moving and, dare we say, unusual snowstorm. In New Orleans, today was Mardi Gras, or Fat Tuesday, the grand finale of Carnival season.
2: Tonight, two bald eagles in Southern California's San Bernardino Mountains capturing the world's attention. So many watching them online. Another mention of Joe Biden doing exactly what they accused Donald Trump of doing but not having the permission to do it and actually being guilty of things just because they're not charging this guy doesn't think that they don't think he committed a crime it's whether or not they can convince a jury. I'll get to it in a moment. Number 1. Look at this. We've all seen this from TV shows, right? And it actually applies in government. You got top secret. You got confidential. You got classified. You've got these different gradations of how sensitive the material is. Well, Joe Biden played a real game. This is this is kind of wild. They don't believe Joe Biden and neither will you when you see the stuff that he was pushing, all right? So, Uh, In Mr. Biden's written answers to questions from our office, he called into question whether he knew the information in his notebooks was classified. Okay, remember this, classified. Keep going. Mr. Biden explained that when he described material in his notebooks to Zwanitzer, his ghostwriter, as classified, he did not actually mean classified. According to Mr. Biden, I may have used the word classified with Mr. Zwanitzer in a generic sense to refer not to the formal classification of national security information, but to sensitive or private topics to ensure that Mr. Zwanitzer would not write about them. This is what we, this is not true. This is Joe Biden lying and actually having his lawyers lie for him. Keep going, please. Mr. Biden qualified this answer by explaining, I do not recall the specific conversations you referenced with Mr. Zwanitzer, which took place more than six years ago. All right. Keep in mind, he's on audio tape sharing confidential information, classified information. And at this point, the lawyers know it, but they're looking for a way out and the prosecutor is not buying it. I love this part. Next, please. This explanation that classified does not mean classified is not credible. At the time Mr. Biden met with Zwanitzer, Mr. Biden had nearly 50 years of experience dealing with classified information, including as a member of the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence, a member and chairman of the Senate Committee on the Judiciary, a member and chairman of the Senate Committee on Foreign Relations, and vice president of the United States. It is not plausible that a person of his knowledge and experience Use the term classified in this context as a euphemism for private. Isn't that nice? Isn't that fun? The government prosecutor catching Joe Biden in a lie. He's being nice about it himself, but I just love it.
0: Great stuff, as always. Catch Greg Kelly reports weeknights at 9 o'clock Eastern on Newsmax, followed by the Right Squad with Chris Plant, Mercedes Schlapp, and a group of others. That's at 10 o'clock. Couldn't remember Hamas, mixed up the president of France, the, yep. the chancellor of Germany. Germany. Uh, he likes to
2: bring up the dead presidents. You know, that's kind of his thing. I wonder if he's talking to them. Anyways, yeah. I think, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I think for the look, they've already said in the White House that they're not going to test, do the cognitive test on him. That's what the White right. House doctor has said. And but look, it's apparent. We're watching it every single day. The man falls downstairs. The man cannot basically complete a sentence at, sentence at times, you know, it, it you start, you have now. seen his decline yeah. just on screen and you, you just can't hide him. You can't keep hiding him in the basement. It's not the strategy that's working anymore. And for this white house, it's a huge distraction uh, for them because now all they're focusing on is on his mental decline and trying to defend him as opposed uh, to talking about what I'm sure he wants to be talking about, which is, you know, about his policies.
0: Mercedes Schlapp on the right squad again that's weeknights at 10 o'clock President Biden who has been actively offering up comments on a daily basis now has no scheduled events on the calendar once again today and former President Trump is scheduled to be back in New York in court for the Stormy Daniels case where a judge is expected to decide whether the trial will occur as scheduled which would be next month that would make it the first of Trump's criminal cases to actually go to trial and on Capitol Hill, the House and Senate are still fighting over whether the House will vote on the Senate's $95 billion foreign aid bill, which House Speaker Mike Johnson insists will not make its way to the floor. Stay up to date with all the news all day on Newsmax available on most major cable systems, including AT&T, Comcast, Cox Cable, Mediacom, Hotwire, Spectrum, Xfinity, and many others. And on Newsmax Plus, if you don't have Newsmax Plus, go to NewsmaxPlus.com and get signed up. You can get a free trial It includes all of your favorite shows, favorite hosts, and expert analysis from people like Governor Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Carrie Lake, KT McFarlane, Judge Napolitano, NewsmaxPlus.com. Thank you for listening to the Newsmax Daily. Check out some of the other great Newsmax podcasts as well. I'm Tony Marino. Enjoy the rest of your day and keep on fighting the good fight. News breaks every minute, every day. You need the app, the Newsmax app. Find it free on your smartphone store. Then watch us anytime, anywhere.